0: Uh, be voting in the Hall of Fame, but if we were, we wouldn't be voting for just Jeff Kent for the second year in a row.
1: We sure wouldn't.
0: Dan <laughs> Shaughnessy, you fuck. Uh, I just, you know, I just, it bothers me when you sent me that the other day. I'm yep. still bothered by it.
1: You should be. It's it's bothersome. It's, it's, it's a fucking it's, asshole.
0: It's very bothersome. Just, <laughs> like imagine being in Boston media that long and like and I, and again, you know. Not one, not voting for David Ortiz, which again, there's nobody that's gotten more votes so far in the Hall of Fame uh, this year than David Ortiz. Um, so fuck you. Obviously, you're <laughs> in the, the minority there. Yeah. Uh, fuck but, you. But, yeah. You know, like to me, it's he's that's like the opposite. You know, like there are guys like you know, like like Joe Nathan has like two percent vote right now, and I promise you that it's just some Minnesota media guys that were like yeah man like we fucking love and that's fine hey, man. hey
1: joe nathan uh i mean we can get to this later but joe nathan had a better career than you think
0: yes absolutely no yeah. spencer is going to get into all of this Follow and it. i don't want to spoil it and we're not gonna go it's, it's gonna be a big hall of fame episode so, so stay tuned but as you probably know we have some business to take care of first so we're, we're opening up here uh with some official uh cba negotiations uh you know Everything that you were anticipating when you've been waiting, you know, nothing since the lockout, silence. You get the first meeting, <laughs> everyone's really excited. Thursday coming up, everyone passing tweeting about it, you know it's coming up. You know, I know this is all you're looking forward to, you know. NFL playoffs are coming up, you're like, nah, Dude, I was all day. I was know. I was waiting
1: for the results of this meeting yeah, today.
0: I wasn't doing any work and you I need know what? And nail. nothing happened. Nothing but nothing surprising about the nothing.
1: No. Nothing was was ever going to happen today, or tomorrow, or next week, or probably next month. Uh, I don't expect anything to happen till March, but like Look. that's that's how this is going to work. That there's no incentive. Baseball players don't need spring training. They haven't needed spring training in like thirty years. So no. like there's people who are like, oh my god, they're going to miss spring training. No one cares. No one cares about spring training. Uh, they yeah. could they could go and practice for like a week. In the last week of March and be fine. So, if it's the last week of March and we still don't have a deal, then you can worry. But until then, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) That's good. Just you know, you gotta you gotta give it to them straight. You gotta let them know. That's it. (laughs) Because I mean, come on, man. Like, and first off, it's not like we didn't get a taste of this back in 2020 when they were trying to do the return to play after the pandemic. Like, shit didn't start picking up until basically. You know, they were saying, oh, we're going to go back July 4. And the, like, when that went to the wind, that's when you finally were, like, seeing, like, some movement happen. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, a little bit different. But that was, I mean, that's what that was. The, the whole debate with that was a prelude to this lockout. The, the yeah. debate were similar issues. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, to me, it's like, yeah. When, and again, I love jeff pass and i think he's great i love what he does with the baseball twitter community it's awesome but like for him to tweet today that like the season starting on time is in peril and it's you know january 13th
1: dude Ah, he 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 needs to chill he needs to relax he was like this on like the first postseason pod with uh buster Olney. he was freaking out and i was like dude can you please just chill like that there's gonna be baseball just calm the fuck down
0: well, yeah, man, like, I, you know what, again, like you said, you just got to think about the repercussions for the sport of baseball. And they, they know the repercussions because it's already happened. So when push comes to shove, there's going to be something that happens. Ultimately, it's probably going to just depend on who's going to cave first, the the players or the owners, because eventually everybody starts losing money and nobody fucking wants that. So, there, w- yeah, I, like you said, I, I'm not going to worry about it until, you know, if we're if we're talking in March and – you know, shit hasn't fucking happened yet and shit, there's been no movement. Then you can start being like, oh, crap. <laughs> but until then, you know what, man? Like, There's a lot going on. You know, we're, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. That's pretty exciting. There's some exciting guys on the ballot this year. There's some controversy. Um, and unlike last year, um, right now it looks like there's guys that are probably going to get in the ballot. But again, teasing, teasing, we're not quite there yet. Because we have Not some other there. stuff we're going to talk about. So, again, you know, we did get some baseball news this week, besides the bit. lockout news. And yeah. that was that John Lester called it a quits. You know, he said, you know what, this is B. it. I had a good run. You know, we tried to make a run with the uh, the Cardinals. Didn't happen. Uh, you know. I mean, it kind of did happen. Yeah, they did. went to the playoffs. And But, you know, he, he didn't get to pitch. was a bummer, you know, considering. But yeah, true. Uh, he, you know, still ends his career. Three World Series titles uh an incredible i believe it's a 251 era in the postseason mm-hmm. um he is the third pitcher in world series history to win a series clinching game in his first postseason start uh and he did all that hmm. after he beat cancer yeah you know hero. like i just i mean and i don't know for you and me like i think you know i i think especially for you but like that was really like i mean i barely remember 2004, like, I was a little too young. Like, 2007, like, that was really, like, when I started to become a Red Sox fan, you know? Yeah, I
1: completely missed 2007, so it's fine.
0: It's, hey, you know what, it's all right. I uh, in 2008,
1: so... I was a year late. It's, it's
0: oh, fine. that's terrible. That, I was, I, that was so upsetting when they lost to the Rays. I'm oh, yeah, still I upset know, about was that. Like my
1: formative, like, experience with the Red Sox is that loss. Like, for, until 2013, my experience with the Red Sox was pain, so...
0: Man, that really sucks because, like, 2004 to 2007 were awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: no, I know. Yeah, no, but I, I missed that.
0: You jumped in. Oh, I didn't no. Baseball
1: all until 2008, really. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, the good news is I didn't become a Yankees fan. My grandfather was a Yankees fan, and I considered that first. Um, and then, you know, I was a Patriots fan already at that point. So, just pick the yeah, red socks. You,
0: you had to just commit to the bit here. And uh, let I me did. tell you uh you know patriots going up to buffalo this weekend i am thankful i live in charlotte north carolina because it's gonna be zero degrees up there it's gonna
1: be so fucking cold fuck that dude.
0: (laughs) oh fuck that no yeah no thank you
1: i wouldn't even like
0: listen i'd have to be like really really drunk to be at that football game watching that's the only way because my body wouldn't process the frostbite you know yeah yeah
1: but like you can't do it from beer because that'd be too fucking cold you gotta oh, do it with some no. liquor, like no, like literally, like yeah. It's gotta be no, fucking you... warm. <laughs> Get some fucking it's... mulled cider.
0: Yeah. Oh, ooh. I do like that. Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe I just go like full Russian, and you're just like ripping vodka.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do that too.
0: <laughs> Listen, you know, I did that when the Patriots won the Super Bowl last year, or the Buccaneers. Sorry, Tom Brady. Uh, too many, too many memories. Too much. That was pain. a low moment for you. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was not good. I, I sent some. Um, I sent some texts to people I'm not proud of. Uh, but I was it's one funny. of them. Yeah, you, you were, you were. I was, uh, one friend described me as having a, quote, Charlie Sheen moment. Uh, so that's not <laughs> that's good. That's, you know, whenever you get compared to Charlie Sheen, you know, you've, you've hit rock That's not bottom. what you want. Yeah. No. But, yeah. you know, move, <laughs> moving on from that, uh, Spencer, I know that you, like, kind of miss the, you know, John Lester era. But like, do you have? A I didn't miss the John Lester
1: era. Moment?
0: You didn't. You missed like the the World Series, but you you got you got the like, first one. I mean, he was still great. Yeah, the first one. You're right. Yeah. that's fair. Um.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, my John Lester moment. Um. I liked when he got caught with uh green goo in his glove in the World Series in 2013. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my god.
1: That was that was oh. fun. Um, I'll
0: find that clip. That's that's gonna be one that has to go on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Um I mean, but also he like just it for real he um he dominated in that World Series. So that's probably oh. probably my favorite. Yeah. Um I also saddest moment is probably when we traded him and I remember the uh, picture of him like hugging John Henry outside of Fenway Park mm-hmm. before the before he left for Oakland. And yeah. I was like, what are we what are we doing here? And I still had hope then that we would resign him. I was very naive at that point. yeah but
0: I, I will say like my, I think my favorite thing about the John Lester retirement is basically all of Red Sox. Twitter was like, he should have been a Red Sox for life. hundred you know? percent. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I think, I mean, he said he would have loved to be a, a Red Sox for life. You know, yeah. like was, I can you know,
1: see why he wasn't because just yeah, looking just- at his career, um, looking at his war totals, you could see the case for for trading him at that point he was kind of declining um but then he went and had two great seasons in in chicago um before he actually declined so uh, and you never know that that's there you never know that that's going to happen so i i get it from that point of view but he was still really good when we traded him yeah and um you know he had a, a really solid connection to us like he went through a lot with with the Red Sox and going through the Red Sox system and all, um, so it would have been nice to have him for his career. And there were certainly some years there where we could have used an ace at the top of our rotation. Oh. Looking at you, 2014 and 2015.
0: You're fucking, you're telling me, man. I mean, I, again, dude, I, like you, uh, the, I think the most remarkable thing to me about John Lester is, you know, I, we, you know, we've mentioned the postseason moments, you know, talking about 2013, 2007, but. He was the 2016 NLCS MVP when the Cubs went and, you know, won it. He mm-hmm. helped, You know, the fact that, like you said, for so long, he was so good in the postseason. And, I mean, you're talking about guys that are all-timers, and that's that's what they did. You know, they stepped up in, in big moments.
1: Yeah, you know? he was the no pitching equivalent David. of David Ortiz.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, come and on, that man. That might no. be a little
1: exaggerating, but, you know.
0: Yeah, but again, I mean, fuck, man fucking garrett cole every time he's in a big spot can't fucking you know do it can't fucking pull it out well that's and, comparing
1: like apples and oranges like you know yeah, absolutely one's a stud and one sucks at baseball yeah, so
0: absolutely you know one one you know gets upset when red sox fans bring out kermit the frog puppets yeah take it re- go, mentally fragile mentally fragile and that's the thing man but there's <laughs> it's a special fucking breed man it's a special fucking breed that goes speaking of mentally fragile.
1: Um, I was looking uh, on fan Jay Jaffe does uh, a profile of each person that's eligible for the hall of fame each year. Yes. Um, And so even like people who are not going to make it or who are going to get one and done cut after the first year, he does a profile of them. So I read today about Carl Crawford and uh, (laughs) I did not enjoy that. That was not a good 15 minutes of my day. Those
0: were in the heart of your formative years let me tell you
1: it was the heart yes exactly and uh 2011 was the heart of the formative years so um yeah talking about fragilely mental or er, mentally fragile sorry um that's that's Carl crawford and he said like one of the quotes in the article is like after he went to the dodgers that he hadn't researched boston and like didn't know what he was getting into it was like dude like it doesn't it's just a it's just obsidian like it's just play baseball be good at it. Don't suck and then we won't hate you. Like, you know? Uh,
0: and you know what, man, I don't know. We're at the point in the world where like even like, you know, with the age of social media now, like if you're a bad player in, you know, I don't know, like even like a smaller, you know, team, you're going to you're going to hear from people. They're going to have people bitching about how yeah. bad you are. Yeah. you know. And and again, like if you're on a team, Just don't be a that, bitch. Like, the expectation is to win then, you know, the is that you're going to play well, especially when you're getting paid a shitload of money. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, that'd be, like, me, like, getting paid a lot of money to do my job and then yeah. getting upset when my boss is, like, you're doing a shitty job, you yeah. know? It'd be like, oh, I don't get why you're so mad at me, and you're like, listen, like, we're paying you a fucking shitload of money, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll never forget when I was at the uh, the Sabre conference back in, what, 2018, when it was in New York, yeah, mm-hmm. no, seventeen. Uh, and they had a guy. They had someone from the 2011 Red Sox front office to give a presentation on you know the team and what went wrong. And uh, he showed you know it was project. It was you know Carl Crawford's WAR in the last like five seasons, and then like his projections. And he's like, "This is what we expected." And then they go to the next <laughs> slide, and it's just the sl- the, the graph and drops all the happened. way down. Yeah, he's like, "You can't fucking predict that," and you're just like wow like no, you definitely they, can't
1: but he was 29 move. like that's yeah. you know yeah and like his his whole game was based on speed that's not going to get better over time so there yeah. certainly were like things that you know if it was 2021 you'd you'd have some red flags there yeah. um but yeah and then i watched the robert andino play again because that was in the article and so i just you know uh kind of just cried in the middle of the day today so... i was gonna say do you, do you like <laughs> yeah i'm a masochist uh, actually
0: yeah i just you know man hey i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge your lifestyle but you know (laughs) what do you mean that's what you do every day (laughs) yeah you know shut up (laughs) i just i just you know have to go root for the pittsburgh steelers and watch our quarterback say in the presser that they have no chance which is accurate yes so you understand wait did he actually say that yeah, I mean, like, he was trying to say it as, like, uh, you know, anything could happen. Like, we might as well just go out and try and win. because
1: probably- <laughs> We might as well go play the game.
0: But, uh, what was it? Like, you know, like, the media grabs the quotes, and it'll be like, Roethlisberger said, you know, team has no chance of winning. And I'm like, well, I mean, listen. That's
1: awesome. I like, that. It's not,
0: it's not wrong. It's not wrong. No, it's not I can't, wrong. Like, like you said, you know, Chiefs are going to go up, like, t- like I'm going to watch till halftime because, you know, I'll still in my head after it's fourteen nothing after one quarter. I'll be like, "All we gotta do is make a stop and a score, and we'll be good." And then it'll be like twenty four nothing, and I'll be like, "Okay, it's time for bed. Like, it's <laughs> time to time to turn it off. You know, I'm gonna cry myself to sleep."
1: You Remember know, the last time the Steelers days- were in the playoffs.
0: Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, we're we're not gonna talk about that. That's gonna be
1: tough. Uh, if the last two times you're in the playoffs, you got killed. Well, actually.
0: You know, even better. Roethlisberger is about to end his career with four straight playoff losses. Love uh, that. <laughs> yeah, man. Just uh, you know, listen. He won two Super Bowls. I can't. I can't be that bitter. No. I, you know, I could. No, he provided you with many man.
1: years of competitive play and... Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So yeah, absolutely. So you know, we're happy with that, and uh, you know, I can I could move on and just embrace the Steelers being bad. But hopefully. You know, the Red Sox will be competitive and that will give me hope for another team. <laughs> uh so the Red Sox don't fucking let we me can down only me hope. because I'm I'm on the fucking ledge, bro. I got nothing else. <laughs> I got nothing else. Fuck.
1: You stay on the ledge, right. Sam, you stay on that ledge.
0: I fucking I fucking will. God damn it. <laughs> moving the fuck on, Spencer. Alright. The moving fucking on. last thing before our Hall of Fame uh breakdown. Yep. Uh You know, because it's the lockout and there's no other fucking baseball news, the Baltimore (laughs) Orioles let all their fans know today that they're moving the fucking stands back in left field. 30 feet. They give up, you know what? They give up so many fucking home runs, and they're like, look, we suck. We have to find a way to make us seem like we suck less, even though we still suck. So we're just going to fucking move that shit back.
1: That's what they did. Yep.
0: And I'm waiting for Gleyber Torres to try and, like, petition it and be like, wait.
1: My, uh... (laughs) my image of left field at camden yards is just seeing mookie hit missiles down the left field line yeah because um, that was like his spot for a couple of years mm-hmm. um so i think those missiles probably still go out but um yeah what is it 30 feet you said yeah that's not really feet. that much like it no. kind of sounds like a lot but it's really not Yeah. so um yeah good for good for the orioles i guess you know they'll, yeah. they'll give up like a couple less homers and still lose by 10 runs
0: yeah you know lefties will still rake because you know the right field porch is still short and people will be pounding them off the warehouse yeah uh, so yeah it that's uh that's fine you know if that's gonna and you know they also need to you know get
1: pitching uh, that would help that would help with the whole, whole giving up home runs thing you know yeah because that you typically know, uh, is how most teams approach the the home run problem um, but you know, I give the Orioles credit they're They're trying something new. Yeah. So I think
0: my, I think my favorite thing about this was like, I was doing like, just like, I was like, I wonder how bad it is. Like how many home runs, like the Orioles give up at home. There's so, you know, in 19, 2019, they obviously like set the record for most home runs allowed in a season. Uh-huh. Um, so they also set the record for most home runs allowed at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, 175. Uh, well this year they finished third all time. Uh, and if you're wondering, you know, how the fuck are the Colorado Rockies not on this shit? They are. They're in second. 19, but the okay. nineteen ninety nine Colorado Rockies, one hundred and fifty nine nice. home runs given up at home. So you got to think. Well, all they've those given years, up
1: more than any other team at home since Camden Yards opened. Yes. So <laughs> that's 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 kind of all you need to know right there. That's that's um,
0: fucking that's so and like that's so interesting to me because like every every single person would be like, oh, it's it's got to be you know Coors Field. Yeah. In Colorado. Well, well,
1: and that's the thing too, is with cores, is um, that outfield is so big that yep. people don't realize half the uh, half the problem with the run scoring is because there's so much room for doubles. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, you're, you're ripping shit into the gas It's it's like
1: Kaufman except with thin air. So like, there's the doubles and the homers instead of just the doubles. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So The yeah. more you know.
0: That's it, man. All right. Well, you know, I got in all the bullshit that I wanted to get in. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up here, Spencer, and I'm just okay. gonna let you let you go. Yep. so obviously what the 25th, so about two weeks from now, um, a little bit less, um, the Hall of Fame will be announcing you know who gets into the Hall of Fame this year mm-hmm. last year. Uh, there was nobody that got into the Hall of Fame because obviously we had some controversial players. We had Roger Clemens, Barry Vaughan, uh Kurt Schilling, um, who are now all in their final year. Um, so as it stands right now, um, the players who are set to get into the Hall of Fame, as of right now, as of the vote counter by, by Ryan Thibodeau, uh, follow at not Mr. Tibbs if you aren't following him. Key follow, um, key follow. Key follow during the Hall of Fame. I mean, this is it. This is all I have. Uh, <laughs> but right now the three players that are set to get in are David Ortiz who leads with 83.9% yeah. of votes. Uh, Barry Bonds who has 79.5% of votes mm-hmm. and Roger Clemens. with yep. 78.3% of votes. And if you're wondering where Kurt Schilling's at, he's at 59.6%. Obviously he comes with a little bit more of a character controversy in that.
1: What? What like do you mean?
0: Discuss. Yeah. You know, and, so, yeah. So, you know, you have spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks. Uh, really, you know, you've read everything on Fangraphs so that they've had breaking down, you know, these Hall of Fame guys. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to give us, at least that's what I've been told, is the definitive who should get in the Hall of Fame ballot.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is just just one person's opinion. It's not necessarily the correct opinion. Um, but also, it is the correct opinion. So
0: <laughs> Okay, um, there we go.
1: So... Going into this, um, as you said, I've been on Fangraphs uh, reading the the write-ups by Jay Jaffe. Shout out Jay Jaffe, creator of Jaws key metric, um, which I don't really know exactly what goes into Jaws, but it's essentially combining career war and peak war and and combining that with um, or comparing that to all the other Hall of Famers that are already in and their numbers and how you know, basically, if somebody has the same numbers as somebody already in the Hall of Fame, that means they should probably be a Hall of Famer, right? Um, and Actually. yeah, so shout out, Jay uh, Jaffe for uh, creating a nice little metric there that helps you evaluate uh, who should be in the Hall of Fame. And because as you said, we've had nothing else going on uh, to worry about in baseball, this is what I've been reading on Fangraphs, because I have uh, had some some boring times at work, you know, in those two weeks between Christmas and New Year's, nothing going on. Now it's too fucking busy. But then it tax was tax
0: season, baby. I don't know if that's a thing for you or not. It has
1: nothing to do with it, but good try. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're an accountant. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway, that uh, helped me come up with this ten, and it just so happens that nine of the ten on my list are the same as Jay Jaffe's list. Um, probably helps that it's because I, you know, was reading his. His takes on things but i think we think along the same lines and have similar logic uh his one person that uh was switched out he had joe nathan on his uh instead of kurt Schilling uh, because he is uh, done with kurt Schilling, which is fair 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 opinion there so i'll go through one through ten here well i guess i'll start with ten and so i'll go through like kind of why i put him in and then i'll get your thoughts sam Yes. And I think you'll okay. have uh, more thoughts the higher we get up uh, in the in the Ew. list here. Also, um, I guess to give my parameters for my list, I am not evaluating off the field issues. I'm not here to judge that. A lot of it is stories, uh, allegations, reports, uh, charges, things that I am not in a position to judge. I don't know the story. So I'm not going to factor that in. Uh, if you can, if you want, I don't care. And then with PEDs, that's kind of the other major issue on this ballot. I, if you tested positive before there were suspensions for it, I'm not blaming you because you know there weren't rules against it at that time. It's still yeah, bad yeah. for you. It's still against the law, which is not great for you. <laughs> but it wasn't against the rules of baseball, so I'm not uh, counting that against you. If you tested positive. Uh, While there were rules, then uh, you're out. Sorry, Manny Ramirez, I love you, but you're off the list. And fuck you, A-Rod. So (laughs) that Uh, gets us to the list of 10. Number 10, Bobby Abreu. Very underrated player. uh, Probably because he was a huge uh, base dealer, base runner, good fielder. Got on base a lot uh, before it was popular, before it was cool to get on base uh, from Billy Bean. So, uh, Bobby Rayu, key part of the Phillies uh, franchise, and then moved on to some other uh, franchises uh, throughout his career. Let's let's pull up his uh, baseball reference here, if my computer would like I to already, work. I already got it up. What do you know? Oh, yeah, okay. his teams. His teams after the Phillies.
0: Yeah. So, after the Phillies, he had New York, uh, the Yankees, the okay. Angels, yep. and the Dodgers, and then the Mets for his last
1: year. For Okay. Yankees. Yeah, I remember him being an Angel. Um, I think that's my... My memory of him. Those but were the formative Definitely years, underrated player. But also, I remember because in Out of the Park Baseball, you can vote for the Hall of Fame every year and it gives you their war total on the page for voting. And I was always surprised by how high the war for Bobby Breu was in his career. And I always voted for him just because of how high his war total was and how surprised I was by that. So, Bobby Breu, number 10, you're in. Number nine. Uh, Also, he's not getting in this year. Just for reference, he's not getting in this year. But he could. He has a chance. Uh, Number nine, Andrew Jones. Um, Yes,
0: give me that. Love that.
1: Stud, defensive center fielder. Uh, Do you have his gold glove total, Sam?
0: I'll I'll pull it up for you. I'm on it. I'm on it.
1: All right, you got that. But stud center fielder, and he was actually a really great hitter for for a long time, too. He tailed off... 10-time gold, gold glove. I mean, how do you not put in a 10-time gold glove in center field? <laughs> yeah, like, that's... it's basically the most important, if not the second most important, defensive position. It
0: was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It was 10 straight years. He yeah. won the gold glove 10 straight years.
1: Ridiculous. And some guys, um, like Omar Vizquel, uh, will get gold gloves without actually deserving it. And yeah. Andrew Jones is not that guy. Andrew Jones deserved every gold glove that he got because he was great in center field. And he tilled off sharply at the end of the, his career. Um, but that'll happen when you're that kind of athlete and uh, you put that much strain on your body for for that long. And he had, I think, a domestic violence issue end of the uh, his after his career. Like I said, I'm not judging that kind of stuff. So Andrew Jones, you're in. Also, uh, w- one of my reasons for that is when I worked at Ripken Baseball, Billy Ripken would always say that Andrew Jones deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, he played at the same time. So I'm going to trust Billy Ripken on that.
0: I love Billy Ripken. Billy Ripken can do no wrong.
1: Great guy. Um, kind of a dick, but great guy.
0: (laughs) A little insane, little insane. Oh, oh,
1: very insane, but great guy. Yeah. Uh, Uh, yeah. So number eight, moving to the other side of the defensive spectrum is Gary Sheffield. Awful defender, but one, (laughs) one heck of a hitter. He also, there's a story about him apparently, uh, like throwing a game in, in the outfield, uh, and Jay Jaffe in his article said that that's been like research and no one could really find anything to back that up. Um, but that was just like a story kind of interesting. Uh, and he kind of was controversial over the course of his career. He um, you know, there was questions about his effort and he had some comments about like not giving a shit about the fans and stuff like that. Not great. Not going to get you a lot of fans pulling for you in the hall of fame, but he was one heck of a hitter. His war total is, is huge compared to other people. I don't know why He's not, um, you know, up there with David Ortiz and Clemens and Bonds in the voting because, you know, he was a stud. But, you know, whatever, he's uh, in my Hall of Fame. That moves us to number seven, Billy Wagner, closer. Um, for the most part, I have agreed with the take that many people have that a, a closer, you know, relief pitcher is, you know, a failed starter. And so... They don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because if they were as good as these other starters, then they would have been a starter and they, you know, would be Hall of Fame worthy as a starter. I get that to some degree, uh, but I think there's also something to being a closer. I I don't think just anyone can be a shutdown closer and a Hall of Fame closer like uh, Billy Wagner should be. He's the only uh, he's the best relief pitcher not currently in the Hall of Fame in terms of war, Jaws, peak war, all that. Um, and so relievers are pretty underrepresented compared to other positions. So I figure, you know, put the next best guy in. Uh, I also didn't really know anything about Billy Wagner before uh, getting into this. So he had uh, he was one heck of a reliever. Contro- his uh, career didn't last that long. But, uh, you know, he was great when he played. Any thoughts, Sam, on Billy Wagner?
0: Well, I mean... Like you said, not as long of a career as some of these other guys. Still number five on the all-time saves list. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I I'm I'm under the belief that if you're elite at your position, no matter what it is, if you're like elite elite, and obviously look, it, it's smaller for for closers, but I don't. I think it's an underrepresented position in the Hall of Fame. So I agree.
1: Yep. All right. Cool. On the same page. Number six, Todd Helton. Uh, played in cores. That's why people don't uh, vote for Todd Helton. Basically, the main reason. Also had a couple was of DUIs. The the Walker thing for a while. Not it was the, the whole DUIs. Larry Walker thing, not the DUIs. Um, Larry <laughs> Walker better player than Todd Helton, definitely. Yes. But uh, Todd Helton still fucking raked. His, I mean, you got to go look up his his offensive numbers. They were, um, you know, just just uh, fucking ridiculous. I mean, we pull up here his career OPS one thirty three. How does it I mean, OPS plus. We're bringing in the Coors Factor here. So a 133 over a career, that's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Put him in the Hall of Fame. Number five, Scott Rowland, personal favorite of mine. Didn't know much about Scott Rowland coming into this process and read about him and really liked him a lot. There's not a lot of third baseman in the Hall of Fame, another underrepresented position. So want to get another third baseman in there. Uh, also stand-up guy, one of the, let's see, Bobby Abreu, also stand-up guy, Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield, uh, have some issues, Billy Wagner, I think doesn't, um, Todd Helton, like I said, had the DUIs, and the top four certainly had their issues, so Scott Rowland, one of the few uh, on this ballot that you can vote for with a clean conscience, which, by the way, I think a lot of ballots have Scott Rowland and not many other people on them, because they don't want to have that stuff on their conscience, because they're pussies, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Man, tell me how you really feel John Heyman. But um a, a great defender and a great hitter for a pretty long time. Played on some Cardinals playoff teams, was a key part of a World Series winner in St. Louis. So uh Scott Rowland, number five on the list. Any thoughts, Sam?
0: Uh ooh, Scott Rowland. Good thoughts. I... Okay. Um <laughs> Wow. You know, I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with Scott Rowland. Yeah, he's I, a great player.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, it. absolutely. Uh-huh.
0: I'll let you keep going now. Apparently, right. I only I had like a limited time for a thought. Yeah,
1: you did, and it's passed. Number four, Kurt uh, Schilling. Now we're getting into the uh, sketchy part of the list. Well, I mean, the top parts not sketchy, but this part's pretty sketchy. Kurt Schilling knew it. I knew that he was has. Um, he's one of the stand-up guys on this list. He's never said anything controversial. He has never tweeted in his life, actually. And uh, he loves the hall of fame. He loves the writers and he really wants to be in the hall of fame. He, he said that last year that he would, um, he would really yeah, like he, to be he, in the hall of fame. He wrote a letter like begging. Yeah, them to he was in like, the please put me, or... me on the ballot. I, I really want to get voted in. So, I mean, yeah. let's just appease the guy. He's, he's been um, begging long enough to be in the hall of fame. Um, all kidding aside, Kurt uh, Schilling is a stud and I'm not here to judge his Twitter account. Um, pretty reprehensible account while we're at it, but uh, thats it's a baseball museum, and we should put the best baseball players in it. That's my opinion. On to number three. Roger Clemens. The Rocket. The first Rocket before Jared Gravis. Um,
0: the OG Rocket.
1: The OG Rocket.
0: You actually had a Rocket for an arm. Um,
1: one I... of the top three, I feel like, pitchers of all time. Um, at least top five and, you know, he's right up there with, uh, with Pedro Martinez and, and Koufax and I don't know whoever else you want to put in there, but, um, yeah, he has the, the steroid issues and the, um, Mitchell report and being in Congress and, and that was like, I kind of, I I feel like I missed that. I don't know if you missed that back when that happened. Oh no, I, I was
0: in. I was I was locked oh, in. Oh yeah. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. You can kind of give your your recollections on that, but but Roger Clemens. Um, I don't know. I just and, remember him being in court. That's all I remember.
0: And and that's so that's the whole thing with I think the situation that if you're not directly following it, you know there are people like you said there are people that are tested positive. There are people that admitted to it. You know Alex Rodriguez, Andy Pettit, uh, but. Bonds and Clemens, both never like tested positive for it, uh-huh. and were never like directly proven to have done steroids. And like you said, there's a lot of links to these guys in a lot of different places. Um, I mean, hell, fucking, you know, Roger Clemens was held on perjury charges for you know lying, um, but yeah. he still was not found guilty. Uh, so, like you said, you know, Very I, weird. I think if Very you're not weird charged. Situation. You cannot. You know, it's not for the court of public opinion to make that assumption.
1: You know? Right, I agree. And I definitely think he did steroids, but like I said, he didn't do them after there was a rule against it, so therefore I'm not penalizing him for it. Yep. Um, I also think he's just kind of like a weird guy. You see him on Twitter the other day? Oh, with yeah. With his, uh, like, hey, I don't do social media, teach me how. Yep. Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, he was notorious for, like... Because uh, you know he was he was notorious for going after guys. Yeah. He would just get pissed.
1: Yeah. He's he's a big uh, big dickhead. Him
0: and yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking. I mean, you talk about. Maybe like, he's mellowing I, out. Yeah. Hey. Maybe. You know. Maybe old age <laughs> is finally. You know. Good for him. But comes to all I, of us. It it does. Eventually, it does. Eventually, we all <laughs> just have to chill the fuck out. Uh yep. Me. It hasn't come yet, so, you know. No, no,
1: definitely not. <laughs> um, all right, we ready to move on to the top two?
0: Uh, you know what? I'm, I've am i never been more ready for anything in my entire life.
1: Number two, Barry Bonds. Uh, basically, same case as Roger Clemens. If you're voting for one, you're voting for both, unless you're John and you're a fucking idiot. Um, so... Yeah, you know <laughs> that's, that's a great point that really so is. basically the same situation on the hitter side associated with steroids uh, never tested positive uh, basically was out of the league by the time there was testing and is arguably the greatest hitter of all time so why is he not in the Hall of Fame? I ask you he was also a really great fucking player before he ever took steroids at least you know, as far as our opinions of when he started taking them goes um and you know it seems like he he started doing steroids because he saw people around him doing it like mark mcguire and sammy sosa and he wanted to be cool like them um Barry bonds definitely a guy who struggles with uh wanting to be liked and like personality issues and stuff like that um yes but fantastic fucking hitter you can't argue with that so Barry Bonds uh, on the list, number two. Any thoughts, Sam?
0: You know what? All right. This is my my last long thought about the steroid era. Um, Okay. This is a thought that just came to my head. But, you know, it's very interesting because, like, we always talk about the players, you know, and how, you know, oh, you know, it's the whole, you know, your mom argument. You know, if if your friends jump off a cliff, are you going to jump off a cliff too? But it's the same thing where it's like this is your livelihood. You want to be competitive. Everyone else is doing it. You know, you, some of these guys were, like you said, were either doing it just to go along with it, we're doing it to stay competitive. Uh, my problem is is that there were a lot of writers and media that for a lot of years ignored the steroid use, yeah. you know, decided not to say anything about it until it became a thing, and then they all decided to be they against it. They were complicit. And, and now these are the same people that are keeping them out of the Hall of Fame.
1: Same piece. Yeah, uh,
0: blows my mind. Same and, and these are writers that are in the hall of fame too yeah
1: like,
0: if you can go in the hall of fame then like <laughs> what i just it, it just fucking it drives me nuts and and i you know, I'm working in the Yeller, media.
1: you know the commissioner yeah. during that time he's in uh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. like come on uh fucking <laughs> i mean you know i can't wait what are we until, doing
1: you know, here
0: you know let's put rob manfred in the hall of fame since we're putting all the
1: commissioners. let's put him in the hall losers hall of fame
0: uh, he'll he'll get like a small plaque in like the corner where nobody will see it, like, you can, like spit on it as you walk by.
1: Yeah, exactly. My thought too. Yeah. I, I kind of thought this uh, over the last couple of weeks. You have steroids, right? And those you know, are going to help you get stronger and maybe more athletic. Um, probably not, but maybe. Hitting requires so much. Uh, yeah! So much other than strength. So much yep. eye-hand coordination, so much quick reflexes. Um, I mean, just just crafting a, an effective swing at Major League Baseball is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to hit like Barry Bondsless, he didn't hit like that because of steroids. Did he hit more home runs because of steroids? Maybe. But just to be able to hit like he did, like the plate discipl- discipline, the the eye that he had at the plate... That doesn't come from steroids, you know? So still a Hall of Famer, you know, no matter what. Um, and that leads us to number one. Big Poppy, David Ortiz. Fuck greatest yeah. clutch hitter in the history of MLB postseason.
0: Greatest clutch hitter. Yeah.
1: Um, and I will hear no arguments against it. So I mean,
0: I won't give you any arguments against it. It's- <laughs> improbable don't don't give me any of this oh he was named on a list one time whatever no fuck that fuck you fuck you for thinking that any of the people that
1: went out of his way to say that like don't hold this against David Ortiz yeah he clearly knows something about the testing if he's gonna go out of his way Rob Manfred does not go out of his way for just anything or anyone no and he did for David Ortiz and that tells me something it's either a that that testing was bullshit and that he didn't actually test positive for steroids or alternatively that MLB really wants David Ortiz to be in the hall of fame because it looks good for baseball. And that's also possible, but I'm ignoring that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, we're, we're going to, we're just going to say that, you know, stick with the positive. Yeah, absolutely. Out out of the kindness of his art. Yeah. But, but listen, man, I mean, he's got, like you said, the hall of fame, is a baseball museum and you cannot recognize you know all the accomplishments of the red sox in this century without having david ortiz in the hall of fame you sure can't you, you, you literally fucking can't
1: you, And he can't, is you. on the mount rushmore of the red sox
0: absolutely and absolutely
1: you can't not have the mount rushmore of one of the most legendary franchises like you can't have that those four guys
0: you can't. not in the hall
1: of fame you can't
0: it doesn't make sense
1: like who else is in on the mount rushmore Pedro Martinez in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Ted Williams mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Carl Jastrzemski in the Hall of Fame. Yep. So, you know. um, Yeah. David Ortiz. I mean, he's going to get in. And he's going to get in. That's the thing. It's like yep. Bonds and Clemens probably not going to get in. But David Ortiz will.
0: So, so Listen. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to discuss this at a later time, but like, you mm-hmm. know, when are we making our trip to Cooperstown? Like I'll I'll swing by, I'll pick you up. Oh, well, like when then...
1: the Hall of Fame happens? Yeah, I mean yeah.
0: absolutely. But like, you know, we gotta It'd be, be weird if we finish.
1: went up there like next week even though the Hall of Fame wasn't announced yet. I'm
0: I'm camping out. That's it. I'm working <laughs> remote. I'm telling my boss, I'll be like, Listen, if you need me, I'll be in Cooperstown waiting for David Ortiz. You're gonna be prepared, That's I it. appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, technically, you know, he works at Fox Sports, I work at Fox Sports. Like, does that consider us coworkers? Not really, but uh, I like to think so. You guys are best friends, right? That, that's it. You I talk actually, every like, day. We we text. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It. You he, text. Yeah. He he. he yeah. You, you know, it's real when like we're English or Spanish. Uh, English. Yeah. You, you don't want oh, okay. to text in Spanish. It's he just, feels it's bad for you because
1: he because you can't speak Spanish.
0: It does. I mean, he feels bad for me for like a lot of reasons. Oh like, uh, yeah, that's but, fair. You know, I'm not David Ortiz. That's probably like the number one. That's reason, number one for know? sure. Yeah. That's that's I mean that like that's at least it, for, me, it you know? for most people though. Like, listen, he's hit five hundred and forty one home runs and uh I one time hit a ball to the warning track.
1: Dude, really? Can I get your <laughs> autograph?
0: I thought it was gone. I really did. I was <laughs> giving it a trot. Uh it was the greatest moment of like my fifteen year old life. I was like, You had a trip and me. then got
1: getting... thrown out at second?
0: Oh, no, it was a fly out. It I didn't even Oh, didn't you
1: even didn't even get, it get it. a double out of it.
0: No, I mean, and, like I crushed that's like it. It's like the saddest story I've ever heard. This is it. This is my moment. Yeah, mm. I mean, it was it was a sad moment in a sad, you know, baseball career. So, uh, you know, don't don't be <laughs> sad because it happened. Uh, just you know, laugh at me because I thought I was good at sports.
1: I, I do, I do laugh. at you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's fine, it's fine. You know, when I when I'm mashing dingers in my beer league softball league that I'm gonna join in the in the spring, uh, you know, well. We'll we'll compare highlights, all right. I'll send you yeah. my uh, my huddle tape, okay. All right. Sounds what if good. what if I did that? What if I was like what I, what if I was like, listen, I need somebody to like video me and like I'm gonna just start posting like highlights of myself, like I'm a high school athlete.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty incredible. I, I think mean, that like, would listen, get us like double. I think that would double our followers on on like, Twitter.
0: Do I do I technically have eligibility in the NCAA still? Like I technically have NCAA, like eligibility. Yeah. So like, listen, I'm not saying like. You know, I live an hour and a half from Wake Forest. Listen, Demon Deacons, give me a call. Baseball we should do it. is coming we, up. We should Admin. both, like,
1: go to a college and be like, you should let us be on your baseball team. Listen, at least let, let us another, try out. No, and we'll be like, no, but really, you should let us be on your baseball team.
0: <laughs> I'll be like, listen, I have a podcast. It'll be
1: like, um, um, like Ben and, um, who do you do the book with? Yeah. Um,
0: Oh, with Sam? Fuck yeah,
1: Sam Miller. Uh, yeah. we can like write a book about it. Ah, there we go.
0: But, but instead of building a team, we both we're on the team. <laughs> that's it. All right, cool. We're gonna we're gonna use analytics to like be like average players. We'll get on base. That's it. That's yeah. it. we'll shift. I, I, we'll,
1: we'll make sure like we're playing second base in the shift. Yep. Yeah, it'll be great.
0: Oh man. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that note, let me give you let, let me give you my thoughts because okay. like. Okay. I, I do like here, here's here's my problem, and like mm-hmm. I get it, like I get the whole idea of like, oh, uh, like we want the people that are in the Hall of Fame to like be you know the Hall of Fame, you know it's the Hall of Fame, but like I think we're we've reached this point now where like almost nobody gets in, and like you said, like it's a baseball museum, it's not that deep, like <laughs> all these guys that contributed in a major it's way, it's not like, that deep. I, like I just think it's so crazy to me. I mean, no offense, like. Uh, my prime example of that is like fucking Derek Jeter. I have no problem with Derek Jeter being in the Hall of Fame, but if you think Derek Jeter's in the Hall of Fame for like the fucking amazing fielder he was, like let's no, he was again. a terrible I mean, fielder. Like terrible. I, I love, I, it, it, but you know what, Derek, you like you said, you know, it's like it, you can't have you know the Yankees, you know, dynasty of that era without you know thinking of Derek Jeter because he yeah was he's captain. in there. He he's on the fresh more. definitely, absolutely. But, you know, like, to to think that there wasn't sentiment involved in him being a unanimous, you know, I, or he, sorry, he one person didn't vote for Jeter, which I think is really funny.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch um, of bullshit.
0: But, you know, like, I, I just think, I don't know, man. Like, because I, I agree, like, I the one that sticks out to me the most is, like, the Scott Rollins and the Bobby Brayus. Because, I mean, like, I'm looking at their vote totals right now. Like, like uh, Rollins at 18.8%. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's Abreu where are you do, 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 do.
1: I'm
0: looking for you I've lost Bobby Abreu I can't Nope. Ramirez Messina McGrath. Abreu's at 11.5 oh, there we go thank you I don't know You're why welcome. I can't find him uh, but yeah Rollins <laughs> at
1: 69.1 hell yeah nice
0: oh I'm at a wrong oh wow yeah that's why I was looking yeah, what the fuck were you there looking me. at I was at 2019 I was playing around Uh, yeah ignore me uh it's 69.1 uh but yeah no like and that's that's good you know like i and it's cool to see that but like i don't know yeah it shows he's on track he'll get in yeah which is which is great you know um but yeah i I don't know like to me it's just this whole like we're being like too picky about it you know i think if you're there for the moments and you enjoy
1: it i mean i think you should i think you should fill out your ballot you know Every year, you get ten slots. You should fill out your ballot, and that doesn't mean that ten guys are going to get in because everybody's going to vote for someone different. But that allows you to get like two to three guys in probably per year, um, which I think is is fine. And there is not always going to be a bunch of Hall of Famers on the ballot every year. You know, I looked at I looked at upcoming ballots, and there is really not that many guys coming in that are going to be Hall of Famers. There is Adrian Beltre, there is Ichiro. Um, and maybe Carlos Beltran, but there's not not a lot that's coming on the plate
0: anymore, right?
1: Uh, I feel like that's not going to be a big deal by the time he's on the ballot, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll fair. see. Yeah, it, it I also guess, wasn't like I don't know. It was his last year in the majors, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's and, not that big and a deal. I,
0: and I'll tell you, man, if you look at the body of Carlos Beltran's career and kind of the stuff he went through to become a pro player. Um, one of the most interesting things I've read about Carlos Beltran was, you know, when he went into Kansas city, he spoke no English and Kansas city really had no infrastructure mm-hmm. of anyone to teach him English. So that they literally me. kind of threw this 18 year old kid in there and they were basically like, well, figure it out. Like it's your job to be good at baseball, but also fucking learn English at the same time. Yeah. Like, and, and he did, I, I, you know, again, I, so I, I sounds agree with like that. Trump's I America, that but that'll be, <laughs> that'll be, Yeah. Whew.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: But that'll be a debate we can have in the future. But yeah, yeah like you said, you know, fill out the ballot. You know, I like I, like
1: again, pick ten uh, guys yeah. that were good at baseball. You know, yeah. Um, I just you like, know, what? I, I don't hate- know with mine. I tried to get some variety in like positions and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, there's a starting pitcher on there. There's a, a relief pitcher on there. There's um, I think every position is is represented except for catcher. Um, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I will say one thing I do really appreciate now is that ballots are being made public. I think that if you because I, I think I think hopefully it makes voters more accountable for their decisions. You know, knowing that, you know, people are like, you can't just be, you know, like if you're going to be a Dan Shaughnessy and say, I'm only going to vote for Jeff Kent in consecutive years. Jeff like, Kent, he, give me a break. Yeah, man. And look, nothing against Jeff Kent. It's not it's fine Kent a fine player, a fine player. Yeah, fine player, but like but he's not over gonna get in. Like he has else. no chance. Like you said, like if you're in a ballot, if you put ten people on your ballot, and you know Jeff Kent happens to be one of your ten, that's fine. Like I will have no qualms with that because, like you said, you know he he's gotten he's at thirty three or thirty point three percent of the vote right now, which yeah. is fine.
1: But like, he's in his ninth year, year. He's not gonna get in. Yeah, that's no. a wasted that's, vote at this point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so you know, again, I because and I'll tell you, man, like. Hall of Fame weekend really is fun because like yeah. it, it, you're you know, it's in the middle of the season and you kind of get to take a break and celebrate, you know, history. And, and I do love the way that, you know, baseball's been doing it. You know, I love having the veterans committees where you're also honoring guys that, you know, got missed in their era because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the way we view baseball is so different, you know, now compared to then. And hopefully, you you know, that I think that is the one beauty of the way that they do the Hall of Fame is that, you know, maybe you don't get in with this vote. Maybe you're a guy that is undervalued in his era. Yeah. But, you know, you could be a guy that I mean, what's sad about that is that these are guys that are probably dead by the time they get in. So you're not you're not going to have that moment in front of everybody giving a speech. But also at the same time, you you got to live a pretty cool baseball life. So, mm-hmm. you know, no complaints at the end of the day, you know, like I, we were talking about it before the podcast went on, you know, a guy like Ryan Howard, he's not going to get into hall of fame. He probably falls off the ballot this year, but he had a damn good
1: baseball career, man. He yeah. Really and did. it's, it's fun to just go back and kind of look at these careers and remember, you know, all that they did. And with a lot of these guys, I remember the back half of their careers, but yep. not when they came up. So guys like Prince Fielder and Ryan Howard. Yep. And Carla yep. Crawford. And um, uh, they just did one about Jake Peavy today. I'll get to that eventually. Yep. Um, but Jake Peavy, loved him when he was in the Red Sox. So mm-hmm. um, it's fun to, to just learn about some great baseball players.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, the last thing I'll say is the whole, you know, the Kurt Schilling debate. I'm personally, like, I'm not going to be offended if you go, you know what? I don't believe characters should matter. I'm going to vote for him mm-hmm. as much as I don't think that you should fuck care if I'm like, you know what? Fuck Kurt Schilling. I, I think he's a piece of shit and I'm not going to vote for him.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's I, a fair again, take.
0: That's the whole, that's the beauty of the hall of fame. You know, it's like, you know, do I, it's everybody's baseball museum. You know, maybe I don't want him in my baseball museum, but listen, in, here's the other, I, I don't know. Like, even if he's not, you know, in the hall of fame, like, You know, you still have the bloody sock that's in the Hall of Fame. You still have all the great accomplishments that Kurt Schilling has, you know. Yeah, like, just because there's not a plaque
1: of him doesn't mean, like, he doesn't exist in the Hall of Fame. That's another thing that people have talked about is, like, do we really need this plaque thing, or can we just have the Hall of Fame and and just talk about players and stuff like that? And really, do we really need this process? Yeah, Um, like, I mean, fucking... I uh, I I just don't like people that are taking it too seriously and taking themselves too seriously. Um, And like, I love Ben Lindbergh, but him not voting is like, dude, come on. Like it's a, it's a baseball hall of fame. Like nobody gives that much of a fuck. Come on.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I said this to you, is that like you taking a stand, you know, is that really fair to, to guys that are deserving of being in the hall of fame? And maybe won't because they don't get your vote purely because you're, you know, fucking protesting. Like it's just, and again, like to me, it takes the fun out of it. Like this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be you're appreciating baseball and baseball history and everything that the game has. You know, considering that like baseball for a long time had the reputation of being old and curmudgeonly and stuck in their ways, you have an awful lot of people we still have that being reputation, being old and curmudgeonly. <laughs> yeah, and, not, and 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 like you're like this is the prime example, guys. You know, we've gone from, but we're
1: know, always going to be that way. It's all, all we do in baseball as a community is complain about it. It's all we do.
0: Yeah. And bicker and, you know, and once one thing's gone,
1: we find something else and, and we just always complain about the game. And that's, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like basketball probably does that sometimes. Um, and, and other sports, but I know hockey does it all the time, but I, I feel like football doesn't really do that that much. Maybe I'm not in the like Twitter community that much to, to get that feel, but, um, I don't really uh, get that feel from football.
0: I feel like, and, and usually the football Hall of Fame classes are massive every year. Like they're just they're getting yeah, at least like in. five
1: guys every year. It seems like
0: yeah, you know, which again, like I, I love it, man. You know, and fuck it, you know, if you went and, and had a really... such a
1: shorter history too, and yeah, yeah, it's football doesn't say... take themselves too seriously. That's nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I will say the one thing that's really cool about, like, guys like Ortiz getting on the ballot is, you know, these are guys that, you know, we witnessed their entire career. You know, I, I mean, it's it's just kind of cool. Like there's like you said, like, there were all these guys that got in the Hall of Fame that, like, you know, maybe, like, I remember when I was younger and I was fucking 12 and you'd see these guys get in the Hall of Fame. And, like, you were like, I only saw, like, the last two years of their career and they were fucking terrible. Like, you yeah. know, but then you're like, oh,
1: like, well, imagine shit. someone who just saw Albert Pujols, like, the last three years. Yeah, yeah. You have no like, idea like, how good he was.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, Which just, like, I
1: only saw him, really, as an angel. Like, I saw maybe two years of him as a Cardinal. So, yeah. you know, I kind of miss that, too.
0: I will say, like, I-, I do think about this all the time. I mean, there's so many guys. But I think to go back and be, like, this age and to be able to go and watch, like, Prime, like, barry bonds and how dominant he was yeah I, I i just think that's something that like like you know how like i i don't know like my parents always tell me because my parents were in chicago when michael jordan was playing mm-hmm. you know, so my parents always tell me like you know the whole lebron jordan debate but it's like you can't do it justice like if you didn't go see michael jordan play and you didn't yeah. see it happen for yourselves and and i i believe that there's truth to that you know there's the magic of You know, in sports, you know, we love sports because anything can happen. You know, these aren't scripted moments. And when you're looking back at it, you know, it it does appear scripted because it's a story. But when it happens in that moment, you know, it's just something that's so different about it. Yep. And watching him, I mean, it's I mean, the fact that, you know, people were intentionally walking him with the bases loaded because they they would rather give up one run than a grand slam. Like, that's that's unbelievable. And so, yeah, you know, I do. I do think i'm all for it man put barry bonds in the hall of fame just fucking do it people come on just do it we're almost there <laughs> we're so close and i mean listen yeah it's just ah, that's it that's all i got <laughs> I'm, I'm out of steam here it's just i you uh, know i do appreciate your are, list
1: we are approaching the hour mark so yeah so, um right. you know, that's probably good because uh that's like a quarter of a section ten podcast. So um instead of spending four <laughs> hours listening to section ten, you can spend one hour listening listen, to us. You know, um you should put that in the in the advertisement on Twitter, um, that it's only an hour, it's that quarter of, of section ten. That's it. And if we right, keep in. doing this, you know, we might just have to start being anti section ten until they get back um to being listen, two hours or less. we might can't have to be like a heel like in their that. side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've hey.
1: listened to two hours of the four hour and a half podcast so far.
0: Oh my god. It's just like There's the still two and a
1: half hours movie. left, Sam. Two and a half.
0: That's that's a lot. You can't that's do that. Lot. I don't have time for that. Especially when we're in the off season. What are we talking about?
1: Uh they play voicemails them. the whole time of people making fun of Palate.
0: Oh, that's pretty good.
1: I mean it's entertaining. A lot of but it's yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, Look, fucking listen to us because we're not that fucking long. So, yeah.
1: And we probably talked about baseball more than they did in four hours. So
0: we absolutely did. So fucking go baseball. Let's go. Hell fucking, yeah. we'll do another podcast right after the Hall of Fame announcements. Get our fucking reactions here, folks. Let's do it. Hopefully, we get some baseball fucking news before then too. Uh, hey, before we probably go, not. shout out Yankees hired the first female minor league manager. Let's fucking go. Nice. got two master's degrees she's a badass fucking love that shit <laughs> uh fuck all the trolls on the internet that are bitter about it also she's that's managing weird. fucking a single a like slow about. fuck down yeah yeah why are we mad about the manager of the tampa tarpons let's relax twitter trolls it's the worst <laughs> uh fucking come troll me at sam anthony media all right fucking tell me i'm a piece of shit and i'll just block you i'll john hayman your shit i don't fucking care do it that's it all right that's it we'll see you fucking next time